Come through the sky, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Zay, collectively known as SoCal Incensor SCU! This is Catch, Hook, and Shoot, the worst podcast I've ever been on. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Catch, Hook, and Shoot, the best podcast you've never heard of. My name's Tom. I am your host. I want to thank everybody for uh, listening, watching, and subscribing on YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure to check out our brand new, uh, newly updated website, which is now catchhookshoot.com. Told you I was working on an easier web address. So, uh, yeah, it's now just catchhookshoot.com. It's a, a one-stop shop for Everything that is Catch, Hook, Shoot. You can see uh, photo galleries of uh, yeah me and Charlie and all of our adventures through the uh, the wrestling world. You can listen to all of the podcasts, see all the YouTube videos. There's a page there with uh, just uh, videos of uh, the inter- all the interviews that I've done on the show. Uh, and a brand new uh, web store, the uh, the Big Cartel store, is, uh, is no more. It's being shut down. Everything... Now is on catchhookshoot.com under the uh, the shop page. Whole lot of new merchandise uh, just posted there. So head over there, check it out, pick up a shirt, pick up a hat. Uh, we still do have the Pro Wrestling Tees store, which is prowrestlingtees.com slash catchhookshoot. So head over there for uh, exclusive t-shirts over there. And again, catchhookshoot.com under the, uh, the store page for a bunch of brand new uh, merchandise for the show. So I hope you guys will head over there and check that out. Uh, make sure you're following on social media on all platforms. You can find the show at Catch Hook Shoot. Uh, check out our link tree, which is Linktree slash Catch Hook Shoot. You'll find links to everything. Uh, you can scan this little QR code right here in the corner of the screen or go to Linktree slash Catch Hook Shoot and you'll find links to all the different podcast platforms, the uh, the website, everything like that. And uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash Catch Hook Shoot. Uh, brand new tiers launching on March the 1st. Going to have four tiers, $1, $5, $10, and $20. Uh, different uh, benefits on each of those tiers. Bonus podcasts, um, get uh, yeah free merchandise, stuff like that. Head over there, like I said, patreon.com slash catchhookshoot. I'm going to run through these real quick here. The $1 tier, it's called Work the Territory. You get a... Uh, a CHS button, silicone bracelet, and a sticker, and you get one bonus podcast uh, every month, which will be a watch-along of uh, one of the old territory TV shows. Uh, could be the NWA, could be the AWA, could be World Class, you know, uh, just one of the old territories, a watch-along of one of the uh, the weekly shows. Uh, so if you're into, you know, the, uh, the old-school territory days, uh, you'll definitely want to check that out. Uh, the $5 tier is called Get Pushed. You get everything from the... Uh, from the first tier, plus you get your name posted on the website. I'm going to add another page for uh, patrons who subscribe on Patreon at the $5 level or above, and you'll get your name posted on the website, or, uh, yeah, basically, like, uh, whatever name you want it to be, your real name, your screen name, you know, uh, whatever, whatever you want, get posted on the website, within reason, nothing offensive, nothing, you know, uh, crazy but you know real name screen name whatever get uh, get it posted on the website as a patron of the show 
and you'll get another bonus podcast, which will be a watch-along of a uh, quote-unquote gimmick match, uh, Hell in a Cell, Money in the Bank, Strap Match, uh, Chain Match, Bunkhouse Match, whatever, some some type of gimmick match, you know, probably be picked more or less at random uh, every month, so you'll get that, uh, that watch-along as well. The $10 tier is called the Main Event. Get everything from the $1 and $5 tiers. You also get a plastic stadium cup with the CHS logo on it, and in addition to getting your name on the website, you also get your picture on the website or an image of your choice if you don't uh, if you're shy you don't want to have your, your picture up on the website or if you have a company logo something like that you know your picture or an image of your, of your choice on the website and you'll get a third bonus podcast which will be a watch along of a major pay-per-view main event when i say major pay-per-view i'm talking wrestlemania royal rumble starcade halloween havoc you know something along those lines uh, and then the $20 tier, which is the highest tier, this is called the Booking Committee. You get everything from the previous tiers, plus you get a Patreon-exclusive t-shirt. T-shirt is not available anywhere else, not on Pro Wrestling Tees, not on the website. It is not for sale anywhere. Only way to get this shirt is to subscribe to the $20 tier on uh, the Patreon page. And in addition to that, you'll get a, a weekly shout-out on the podcast right here. And uh, you will also get the chance to pick... The watch along that we do uh, uh, that we do every month. So you know, say we have five people that subscribe at the twenty dollar tier. You know, each one gets a chance to pick the watch along, and then once we've gotten through all five, we go back to the first one again. And uh, so, yeah, so you're uh, you're part of the booking committee. You're picking the uh, the watch along, and for all tiers, uh, there will be a a monthly trivia contest. Uh, I'll just throw out like a random you know, obscure trivia question about wrestling in general. And, uh, yeah, the first person to submit the correct answer to me uh, via a message on Patreon uh, will win a free Catch, Hook, and Shoot t-shirt. Um, and it'll be, you know, it'll be at random as far as what uh, what the t-shirt design is, but it'll be one of the one of the shirts that's... Uh, up for sale on the uh, on the website at catchhookandshoot.com. Now with this, you can only win once every 90 days. Can't have the same person winning month after month after month. But uh, but yeah, so uh, like I said, this is all going to be launching March 1st. So head to patreon.com slash catchhookshoot, check it out. Hope, uh, hope some of you guys will subscribe. Uh, yeah, I think some of the bonus content is going to be fun. The stuff that we're giving away, um, you know, with the uh, subscriptions, I think is pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, if you guys have any other, you know, questions, comments, suggestions, you know, you can always shoot me an email at catchhookshoot at gmail.com. So now that we got all that kind of fun stuff out of the way, let's kick the show off like we always do with the match of the week. All right, so the match of the week this week comes from NXT, and uh, it was the uh, the finals of the Men's Dusty Cup at uh, NXT Vengeance Day uh, last weekend. Uh, MSK versus the Grizzled Young Veterans. This was just an awesome freaking tag team match between these two teams, and um, you know, really, I'm kind of surprised that MSK won the Dusty Cup. I really am. I didn't think they would be that. Uh, pushed that hard coming right out of the shoot in NXT, but I, I have no complaints about it. Uh, MSK, the Rascals, whatever you want to call them, one of my favorite teams in wrestling, so I'm, I'm very happy to see them being 
utilized to their full potential in uh, in NXT. Triple H seems to be very high on these guys, and this match against the Grizzled Young Veterans was just outstanding. One of the best tag team matches I've seen in a while. So uh, if you haven't seen it yet, go back and check it out. The finals of the Dusty Cup, MSK versus Grizzled Young Veterans from NXT Vengeance Day. So uh, let's move on to the next segment of the show, which is my top three highlights of the week, and that is called the three count. All right, first up on the three count, uh, Adam Cole has uh, apparently broken up the Undisputed Era at at the uh, NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day event. At the end of the show, we saw Adam Cole turn on not only Finn Balor, but Kyle O'Reilly as well, and that carried over to... uh, NXT on Wednesday came out and attacked both guys again and uh, yeah so it looks like the Undisputed Era is pretty much done I mean Bobby Fish has been out with an injury so uh, you know no telling where he stands in all this Roderick Strong seems to be kind of caught in the middle but uh, yeah Adam Cole uh, just attacked both uh, like I said Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly after takeover and then again on uh, on Wednesday so uh yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see where this is going to go. I mean, Undisputed Era has lasted longer than uh, you know, than any faction has in pro wrestling for quite a while. I'm I'm honestly surprised they lasted as long as they did. Uh so, you know, is this an indication is Adam Cole going to either Raw or SmackDown or is this just, you know, something uh something new for NXT. Is Cole going to be going after the NXT championship again? There's a lot of different directions that this could go. So I'm, I'm very excited to see how this is going to play out. Number two on the three count, uh, Alexa Bliss. Yet again, she every time she appears on TV, she's going to be in the three count, just so you guys know in case you hadn't figured that out yet. But, uh, you know, I keep saying I love Alexa's character now. I love the stuff that she is doing. I love how she has just embraced this new character that she has and is just running with it and has made it her own. This week was no different. We saw Alexa in the Firefly Funhouse and, uh, you know, doing some kind of ritual, talking about he will be reborn. Obviously, he talking about the fiend. Um, And then she uh, later on in the show appeared in the arena, not in the arena, but on the screens around the ring where you normally see the fans in the Thunderdome uh, during the gauntlet match to decide who's going to go into the elimination chamber last. And, uh, yeah, basically caused Randy Orton to be counted out and lose lose in that gauntlet match. So, uh, yeah, Alexa Bliss, um, I'm loving, like I said, I'm loving this storyline. I'm sure... The Fiend is probably, he didn't appear at the Rumble, which I was almost sure he was going to do. So I would assume now he is more than likely going to appear at the Elimination Chamber or sometime soon around there. I mean, you have to figure this is building towards a match between The Fiend and Randy Orton at WrestleMania, which will probably be like another Firefly Funhouse match. Hopefully it's an improvement over the one from last year between The Fiend and John Cena. So uh, we'll have to see, but I'm pretty sure that's where this is building to. So we'll have to see how this one plays out. And number three, Eli Drake, or as he's known now, L.A. Knight, is now a part of NXT. Uh, made an appearance on the the Vengeance Day pre-show and uh, you know also had a, a little video vignette during the uh, uh, NXT episode this past Wednesday. So... Uh, yeah, Eli Drake, now part of NXT and will be known as L.A. Knight going forward. 
So let's get into news, rumors, and results for the week, starting off with NXT Vengeance Day. Uh, yeah, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez defeated Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon, and they are the winners of the first-ever Women's Dusty Cup, which means they also get a uh, Women's Tag Team Championship match coming up in the near future. Uh, Dexter Loomis apparently kidnapped Austin Theory during Johnny Gargano's ring entrance. Uh, Gargano did manage to retain the North American Championship against Kushida. Uh, I already talked about MSK defeating the Grizzled Young Veterans to win the Dusty Cup. Uh, I'm telling you guys, if you haven't seen this match, go back and watch it. Uh, Io Shirai retained the NXT Women's title in a uh, triple threat match against Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. And Finn Balor retained the NXT Championship versus Pete Dunne, and this, again, was just an amazing match. I mean, picking the match of the week this week was kind of hard because Balor and Dunne was definitely uh, in consideration, as well as some other matches that I'll talk about coming up in a little bit here. But, uh, yeah, Balor and Dunne, fantastic NXT Championship match. Uh, And then we saw at the end of the match, Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch came out, attacked uh, Finn Balor. Undisputed Era came out and made the save, and that's when we saw Adam Cole hit Balor and O'Reilly both with super kicks and just walk out of the arena and kind of left Roderick Strong just standing there looking like a confused child, honestly. (laughs) Uh, Moving on to Monday Night Raw, and I forgot I'm not changing up my little graphics here in the corner. I'm slipping, guys. But uh, anyway, for those of you watching, not watching on YouTube, you probably have no clue what I'm talking about, but that's okay. Uh, so Monday Night Raw, The Miz removed himself from the Elimination Chamber match, uh, basically because he's got the 24-7, or the 24/7, yeah, no, the Money in the Bank briefcase, and he can challenge for the championship anytime he wants. So, you know, he removed himself. Uh, he wanted to just name his own replacement, obviously wanted John Morrison to be that replacement. But uh, Kofi Kingston stepped up and said, well, I'm a former WWE champion, just like everybody else in the match, so I should be in it. So uh, Kofi ended up getting a win over Miz, and he gets that spot in the Elimination Chamber. Um, Bad Bunny is your new 24-7 champion. Yeah, you heard that right. Bad Bunny is the 24-7 champion. Um, Like I said, I'm pretty sure this Bad Bunny thing is leading to a WrestleMania match, more than likely a tag team match. Uh, you know, with Bad Bunny and probably Damian Priest taking on Miz and Morrison. Uh, so it is what it is, guys. WWE is always going to bring in celebrities because they bring new eyes to the product. They get main, they get WWE mainstream exposure, and you know, ultimately, it it you know allows them to make more money, which is what it's all about. So you know, get used to it. Um, for all the people you know that like to bitch and moan about it online, it is what it is. WWE's been bringing in celebrities to their shows forever, okay, since WrestleMania one. So this is nothing new, and people should be used to it by now. So, like I said, it is what it is. Uh, and then we had a uh, gauntlet match at the end of Monday Night Raw, which was won by Sheamus getting the final pinfall over Drew McIntyre. So Sheamus will enter the Elimination Chamber last coming up tonight, and I'll break down that full full card uh, with my previews and predictions in a little bit here. Uh, we also found out that Lacey Evans is apparently pregnant, and this is not storyline. This is for real. So, uh, you know, this came out in a match, a uh, tag team match. She was, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, got tagged into the match 
refused to get in the ring, got in the microphone. It was really along the same lines as when Maria Kanellis uh, announced uh, her last pregnancy on Raw. You know, it was supposed to be part of a match, refused to get in the ring, got in the mic, and said, you're not going to touch me, I'm pregnant. Uh, but they kind of made it appear like, you know, Ric Flair thought he was the, the father. It was kind of weird. But, you know, maybe that wasn't the intention. I don't know. But that that's my interpretation of it. That's how it looked to me. So I'm sure we'll hear more about this coming up uh, in the in the coming coming weeks. So let's move on to Tuesday in AEW Dark. Uh, the Dark Order just continues to pick up uh, wins on AEW Dark. Uh, they, they pretty much rule that show. And uh, another one... You know, again, Nick Camarado uh, was in the main event of Dark this week, got a win over Fuego del Sol. Uh, if you haven't seen Nick Camarado, check out the last few episodes of Dark. It, he is very impressive. I, I'm, you know, he's one I expect to see uh, regularly on Dynamite in the very, very near future. Uh, moving on to Impact, uh, TJP got a win over Josh Alexander. Again, another fantastic match. This is another one that was up there in consideration for match of the week. I think, uh, you know, TJP, very, very accomplished Matt wrestler, and uh, which I, I think he kind of flies under the radar with that because a lot of people see him as more of a high flyer, but he can really go in any style of wrestling he he is just a tremendous all-around wrestler is tjp and this match against josh alexander was just ridiculous uh trey miguel got a win in a uh, a four-way match against suicide willie mack and sean davari uh, and was c- confronted by sammy callahan after the match so they're they're really building towards this uh sammy callahan and trey miguel feud which i i'm all for this i can't wait to see that match uh, Matt Cardona got a win over Hernandez, and after the match, Brian Myers and Hernandez went on the attack. So uh, they're, uh, again, really building this uh, Cardona-Myers uh, feud, it would, would appear an impact. And uh, Eddie Edwards made the save, so it's uh, you know looking like a, this is going to be kind of a tag team rivalry with these guys here. And we saw the debut of Finn Juice from no, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. That is uh, David Finley and Juice Robinson. And they picked up a win over uh, Reno Scum and had a little bit of an exchange with the Good Brothers after the match. The Good Brothers came out kind of talking trash a little bit, referring to Finn Juice as young boys and this kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, Finn Juice basically came back and said, you know what, a lot's changed since you guys left New Japan. We're not young boys anymore. Finn Juice, of course, former IWGP heavyweight tag team champions so uh yeah that's that's a match i'd like to see an impact is finn juice versus the good brothers and uh moose got the win over tommy dreamer in the main event of impact moving on to aew dynamite uh matt hardy and hangman page got a win over th2 and after that we found out what uh exactly the contract was that hardy and hangman page signed last week uh if you remember hangman page threw Matt Hardy's contract away and pulled one of his own out of his pocket. And it turns out that that contract was for a match at the uh, the pay-per-view AEW Revolution coming up where the winner will get all of the loser's earnings from the first quarter of uh, 2021. And, uh, you know, the uh, the, the contract uh, was brought out by, it looked to be the Jaguar Jacksonville Jaguars mascot, but it was actually Isaiah Cassidy in there, and he went on the attack, and so did TH2, and Dark Order made the save, led by negative one Brody Lee Jr., so it was a pretty cool spot, and Dark Order obviously still uh, still trying to get Hangman Page into their, into their ranks. Uh, we saw an interview with the Inner Circle, uh, 
you know, mostly talking about Sammy Guevara, MJF, talking a lot of trash, uh, you know, Jericho basically telling MJF, shut the hell up. You're the one that caused all of this. But then Jericho went on to say that, uh, you know, Sammy Guevara is dead to him for the way that he just walked out on the inner circle. Uh, Riho got a win in the first round of the women's eliminator tournament over Serena Deeb. So she's moving on to the second round. Orange Cassidy defeated Dr. Luther. Uh, Team Taz called out Sting, uh, which Sting, of course, did come out and ended up catching a power bomb from Brian Cage. First uh, first bump that Sting has taken uh, on TV, at least, in six years. And, uh, I mean, it just looked brutal. But, uh, yeah, I mean, knowing, having, you know, followed Brian Cage's career, called some of his matches on the independent scene, and watched him work with guys a lot smaller than Sting, I know if, if you're going to take a power bomb for the first time in six years, Brian Cage is the guy that you want throwing it. So, uh, but yeah, definitely very, uh, very impressive. So, uh, and Sting was pretty much just left laying in the ring. Uh, the Young Bucks got a win over Santana and Ortiz. Uh, the inner circle, of course, went on the attack afterwards, and, and the Good Brothers kind of made the save after, you know, taking their sweet time to get to the ring. Don Callis was, uh, wouldn't let Kenny Omega go out to, to make the save, and the Good Brothers just kind of strolled out there uh, very slowly and you know, kind of didn't really do anything except just get in the ring as the inner circle was leaving. So, <clears throat> uh, what else do we got here? FTR got a win over the Seidel brothers, uh, Matt Seidel and Mike Seidel. This was Mike Seidel's, uh, debut. And, uh, after the match, the, uh, FTR tried to cut Mike Seidel's hair. Jurassic Express made the save. We found out Tully Blanchard will be returning to the ring in two weeks in a six-man uh, tag team match with FTR taking on Jurassic Express. So uh, that that should be interesting. I, I'm curious to see uh, you know how Tully how Tully can go in the ring. Um, you know, obviously he's he's one of the all-time greats in there. So I, I'm not thinking he's forgotten how to wrestle, but it's been quite a while since we've seen Tully Blanchard in the ring. So I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, we had another match announced for the Revolution pay-per-view coming up that they're calling the uh, Face of the Revolution match. It's a six-man ladder match, kind of like Money in the Bank. Uh, the first three participants that have been announced are Cody Rhodes, uh, Pentagon Jr., and uh, uh, Scorpio Sky. So, you know, that, that one's shaping up to be a pretty damn good match already. Can't wait to see who the other three participants are going to be. And... Uh, John Moxley, Lance Archer, and Phoenix got a win in a six-man match over Eddie Kingston and Butcher and the Blade. Uh, Good Brothers and Kenny Omega came out after the match and attacked Moxley. And Omega uh, basically telling Moxley, okay, you can have your rematch for the AEW World Championship. And it is going to be an exploding barbed wire death match. I haven't seen one of these matches in a very long time. Uh, so I, I'm... I want to see how AEW is going to do this. I'm thinking this is going to be pretty legit. So, I, not legit as in these guys are really going to blow themselves up, but, you know, as far as doing justice to this type of match. Uh, so, I, I wow, it's just, it's going to be violent. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be bloody. Um, and so, let's run down the uh, the first round of the, uh, the Women's Eliminator Tournament so far. Uh, on the U.S. side, Thunder Rosa and Riho have both advanced to the uh, uh, the U.S. semifinals. Thunder Rosa with the, the victory over Layla Hirsch, Riho with the victory over Serena Deeb. And on the uh, the Japanese side of the bracket, the semifinals, 
excuse me, the two semifinal matches are Yuka Sakazaki versus Emi Sakura and uh, Ryo Mizunami versus Aja Kong. All four of those women advancing in the tournament this past week. Uh, moving on to NXT on Wednesday night, Kyle O'Reilly called out Adam Cole and uh course Cole didn't come out strong uh Roderick Strong and Finn Balor did so did Pete Dunne Oney Lorcan and Danny Burch this led to a six-man match for the main event um Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart got a win over Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell uh during which Johnny Gargano found Austin Theory in uh Dexter Loomis's van outside the arena um kind of weird didn't see Loomis around I, I'm wondering if Theory is going to end up being like damaged or brainwashed or something like that because there wasn't too much said about that afterwards uh, Leon Ruff got a win over Swerve Scott and then got his ass kicked after the match for his trouble so Swerve uh, yeah not having the best of luck with matches lately but you know he uh, yeah I'm not sure not sure what they're doing with Swerve he's he's been on a losing streak and has had this heel turn so not sure where this is going uh, Casey Catanzaro and uh, Caden Carter got a win over Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea. And uh, Zaya Lee basically came out and challenged Casey Catanzaro for next week. So that should be an interesting match with those two. I'm pretty sure Casey Catanzaro is going to uh, get massacred in that one, though. Uh, we had the Dusty Cup presentation. MSK is getting their NXT Tag Team title match on March the 3rd. Uh, and Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler came out to confront Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. And we found out they're going to also be getting their women's tag team title match on March the 3rd. So I honestly would like to see Dakota and Raquel win the women's tag team titles. I, I think that would be, you know, they'd be the first uh, NXT team to uh, to uh, to hold those titles if that happens. So that I'd like to see that. Uh Tony Storm with another attack on Io Shirai during a photo shoot this time. Uh, so the, that one is far from over between Storm and Shirai. Uh, Kushida got a victory over Tyler Rust. Uh, we saw another promo from L.A. Knight or uh, Eli Drake, whatever you want to call him. Uh, Zoe Stark won her singles debut match in a very impressive fashion. So it looks like they're going to be... Uh, uh, pushing Zoe Stark pretty good from the way that she's being presented. So and you know she's damn good in the ring from what i've seen so far so keep an eye on her uh we were supposed to have a match between carrying cross and santos escobar this week but we saw a video from escobar basically refusing saying he's going home so regal uh william regal that is says that uh, this match is rescheduled for this coming week and if escobar pulls a no-show again he will be suspended and stripped of the cruiserweight championship now obviously this is not a championship match because carrying cross is not a cruiserweight but uh you know yeah if escobar doesn't show up he will be stripped of the title and suspended and uh yeah regal uh, just uh just earlier this weekend um raised the stakes a little bit and made this a no disqualification match so that uh should should be a good one i mean uh carrying cross i think everybody knows by now he's one of my favorites and santos escobar is just damn good uh, like him or not he is damn good go go back and watch some of his uh his pre-nxt stuff when he was with triple a or with lucha underground uh yeah he's just uh very very impressive and come you know i mean it it's in his blood he comes from a, a you know a luchador family so yeah this this is going to be a good match when it finally happens cross and escobar 
Um, then the main event, we had that six-man match between uh, Pete Dunne, Oni Lorcan, and Danny Birch, and Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly, and Roderick Strong. Uh, Dunne, Lorcan, and Birch did get the victory. Pete Dunne actually got the pin on Finn Balor. Um, then we saw Adam Cole again come out and attack both Balor and O'Reilly, left O'Reilly laying, and uh, O'Reilly sold this attack so well that fans in the arena actually were tweeting out uh, that he had, like, had some type of medical emergency like he was having a seizure or something like that and no he was selling guys he was fine <laughs> i mean wwe actually had to you know go online and say oh kyle o'reilly's okay o'reilly had to put a post up saying he was okay and it was just it was ridiculous i mean you know the, this is the the times that we live in you know fans jump to conclusions, post things online immediately. It spreads like wildfire. And then people blame WWE for it. That, it's ridiculous. People were blaming WWE that, oh, they they made Kyle O'Reilly fake a seizure. No, they didn't. A fan made an assumption. He jumped to a conclusion, and, and this is what happens. But anyway, I'm going off on a tangent here, but it was just, it was very, very stupid if you were following it online that night. Like, I didn't retweet any of it. I was sitting back. I'm like, you know, WWE hasn't said anything about this. I, I'm not going to jump to conclusions because all I've seen is stuff from fans. And, of course, Dirt Sheets jumped all over. Oh, Kyle O'Reilly had a seizure after NXT went off the air. Uh, but, uh, no, he didn't. He's fine. He was selling. And that just, that you know what? It speaks to how good Kyle O'Reilly is at at selling an attack like that. So, uh, you know, hey, great, uh, great for Kyle O'Reilly that he sold it so well that people thought he was actually, like, dying or something. But uh, it is what it is. Let's move on to MLW Fusion. It was uh, Filthy Island this week. Um, and obviously, it was uh, kind of a parody of the UFC Fight Island crossed with the uh, the Firefest event. Not Fighter Fest, not the AEW event, the Firefest, the, the horribly planned and executed uh, festival from a couple years ago. Uh, so it was a parody of, of both of those things, but uh, some good matches going on. Uh, Kevin Koo got a win over Zen Shi in a real good match. Rocky Romero defeated uh, Gringo Loco, uh, and we had that uh, Aztec jungle fight between Mil Muertes and Savio Vega. Mil Muertes was the winner of that one, I guess. I, I didn't really notice an ending to it. It was just the two of them fighting through the jungle, uh, which, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, we got a, a message during the show before the Aztec jungle fight took place from El Jefe of Azteca Underground, talking about blood will pour for the believers and we saw a picture of a guy standing outside what looked like a warehouse they're really playing it up like this like this new owner of Azteca Underground and Promociones Dorado is uh, Dario Cueto from Lucha Underground that that's really the direction that this is pointing and that's what a lot of people are thinking so I, I'm wondering if we're going to see Dario Cueto on MLW uh, and if they'll be able to call him Dario Cueto because I mean that that name was owned by Lucha Underground, which was owned by El Rey, which is no longer a thing. So, who knows? They may end up just calling him El Jefe. But uh, I, I'm liking this. I was a huge fan of Lucha Underground, so I'm hoping that's where this is going. Um, and then in the main event, Loki picked up the win over King Movia Submission in another really good match. And, of course, Team Filthy went on the attack after this, and the save was made by the Von Erichs. Uh, so... Yeah, the, the Von Eriks and uh, Team Filthy definitely not done there. And then Loki and ACH are kind of in the mix with this too. So, uh, yeah, and if you have not if you've not watched MLW, check it out. It's it's available pretty much 
all over the place. It's on YouTube. It's on the DAZN app. Uh, it's on BN Sports if you get that channel. Uh, it's on, uh, I think the other app is called Fubo. Um, yeah, the, I have lots of ways to watch. So if you're, if you know, check out MLW. It's definitely worth worth watching and uh, there's no new episode this coming week but uh in two weeks on march the third we're gonna have a tag team title match uh, los parks defending against contra unit that should be interesting you got two heel tag teams going in there so uh, that that's going to be an interesting match and then jacob fatu defending the world heavyweight championship against jordan oliver from injustice size wise this is a complete mismatch between these two guys but uh i'm thinking it's going to be a good match between fatu and jordan oliver so let's move on to Ring of Honor here. I uh, had a, a couple of really good matches. LSG got the win over Tony Deppen. Um, we found out that Shane Taylor is going to get his world championship match against Roosh in two weeks. Uh, the main event this week was a, a six-man tag team match with the uh, the members of the foundation. Uh, and the, uh, the six-man, the two teams were Jonathan Gresham, Tracy Williams, and Fred Yehai taking on Jay Lethal, Rhett Titus, and Wheeler Yuta. Uh, and the winning team was Jay Lethal, Rhett Titus, and Wheeler Yuta. This match, I almost made this the match of the week. This was not officially a pure rules match, but the foundation, that's their thing. Pure rules is what they, you know, are always touting and everything like that. And this match was outstanding. Standing. I mean, if you like the mat-based style of wrestling like I do, you have to watch this match. And again, you know, Ring of Honor, um, the, it's on Fight TV for free. Um, you know, so if, if nothing else, you can watch it there. Um, but yeah, the, this match, I cannot express enough how good this match was. Uh, Jonathan Gresham, of course, in, in my opinion, the absolute best wrestler in the world right now. And other members of the foundation, uh, Tracy Williams, Jay Lethal, and Rhett Titus, you know, right, right up there with him. And then uh, you throw into the mix Fred Yehi and, and Wheeler Yuta. This match was just ridiculous as far as how good it was. I cannot, cannot... Like I said, I can't express enough how just plain good this match was. Uh, moving on to NXT UK, A-Kid retained the NXT UK Heritage Championship against Shaw Samuels in a, in a really good match. That's why I thought uh, I thought Shaw Samuels was going was gonna to take the title there for a minute. So that was, that was a really good match. Uh, ben Carter got another victory against Josh Morrell. So uh, Carter seems to be getting a decent, uh, decent push in NXT UK. Uh, Kaylee Ray and Mako Satamora will have their match for the NXT UK Women's Championship in two weeks. So, uh, yeah, Mar that week of uh, March 3rd is building up to be a, a, a an insane week of wrestling on TV. Uh, and then we saw Rampage Brown with a little bit of an upset victory over Joe Coffey. So that was, uh, that was again, another really good match. It's been, as far as just in-ring wrestling goes, there's been a lot of good stuff going on the last few weeks from, from a lot of different companies. So I'm just, I'm in heaven over here with that. So uh, let's move on to uh, SmackDown. That's what we got next here. Uh Edge opened the show with a promo, of course, interrupted by Roman Reigns, and then again interrupted by uh, by Sami Zayn. Uh, Sami Zayn gets uh, knocked out by Jay Uso, and that was that was pretty much the opening of the show. Uh, Apollo Cruz is uh, definitely a full-on heel now. Uh, 
you know, we were supposed to have a match between Cruz and Shinsuke Nakamura. I believe that ended in a no contest, and Paulo Cruz just beat down Big E, and Big E was taken out on a stretcher. And WWE posted, you know, an update. Uh, he basically got, like, an arm injury of uh, some kind from getting the, uh, the stairs dropped on him. Uh, you didn't actually see the stairs fall on him. You know, uh, uh, Cruz was in the ring holding the stairs, and referees telling him, put it down, put it down, and he just threw it outside, you know, over the top rope where Big E was supposedly laying i mean he had you know left the or rolled out of the ring on that side so that that was that was the the implication that uh cruz just dropped the stairs on top of biggie and uh biggie ended up with an arm or shoulder injury uh seth rollins cut a promo on cesaro basically saying he he basically sent a a letter of complaint to wwe corporate about cesaro being rude to him last week it was Honestly, kind of ridiculous, but it, it was a little bit funny. Uh, Tamina and Natalia got a win over the Riot Squad. And uh, at the end of the match, Billy Kay, again, trying to jump in now, trying to get on the side of Tamina and, and Natalia, and got punched in the face for her trouble by Tamina. <laughs> so that was, you know, enter- entertaining. Uh, Billy Kay is very entertaining. Uh, you know, the whole thing, she she's really embraced this this story that she's been given, which granted is not the best, just going around giving her resume to everybody and trying to ingratiate herself to, to whoever she can to just kind of like belong to something. So, I mean, she, she's doing the best that she can with it. And, you know, I, I'm finding the stuff that she's doing entertaining. Uh, we saw an, the second edition of Bailey's talk show, Ding Dong Hello, uh, with Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, and they were interrupted by Reginald, of all people, Carmella's sommelier, uh, and, you know, talking, uh, came out talking about Sasha Banks and, and Bianca Belair and that kind of stuff and how much better they are than, than Nia and Shayna, and this somehow ended up in a six-person tag team match with Nia, Shayna, and Bailey taking on Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, and Reginald. And Reginald got the pin to win the match. It got the pin on Nia Jax. So it, it was just kind of strange, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Dominic got a win over Otis and Chad Gable by disqualification, and I believe we have seen a heel turn from Otis uh, which, if they play this right, with Otis as like that monster heel, yeah, that I can I can see that working very very well. So I'm hoping I'm keeping my fingers crossed that they are going to play this right, and you know I can see Otis getting pushed into you know into that main event picture possibly sometime after WrestleMania. Uh, you know, as that as that monster heel, especially especially if you know, uh, say Edge wins that uh, wins the Universal Title at WrestleMania, or you know something like that. I can yeah, I can see Otis in that monster heel role. I think he could play that very very well. Uh, and then we had a six man tag team match for the main event: Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, and Kevin Owens got the win over Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin, and Jey Uso. The, of course, the six men that are involved in the SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown Elimination Chamber match, and of course, a big six-way brawl broke out after the match, and uh, Edge interjected himself into that because he had been on commentary during the match, and then we saw Roman Reigns sneak into the ring and hit Edge with a just a vicious-looking spear, because, uh, you know, Roman's still saying Edge is disrespecting him by not just announcing that uh, he's going to be fighting Roman at, uh, <clears throat> at WrestleMania, so, and that's how... Uh, that's how SmackDown ended this week. And then uh, 205 Live, right after SmackDown, <clears throat> uh, 
Uh, again, had two two pretty good matches. We had an eight-man tag team match. Uh, Kurt Stallion, Jake Atlas, Ashanti the Adonis, and Mansoor got the win over Bali Rise. And uh, Aria Davari got a win over August Gray. Again, two really good matches. 205 Live has some great in-ring products. So if you're not watching it regularly, check it out. It's usually only a half-an-hour show. You know, two matches. Uh, so it's a quick watch, and it's, you know, it's entertaining. It's great in-ring wrestling. Uh, it's one of the better in-ring products from WWE is 205 Live, and they don't, I don't think they promote it enough because, you know, you see a lot of guys that you, you just don't see on NXT or SmackDown or Raw. So, yeah, definitely, it's definitely worth a look. So, uh, let's get into the uh, pay-per-view coming up, the Elimination Chamber coming up a little bit later on tonight um and it's yeah i i think it's shaping up to be a pretty good show we've got uh, nia jackson Shayna baszler defending the tag team titles against sasha banks and bianca belair this is a result of the uh, that six person match that happened on smackdown i believe this match is happening on the uh, the kickoff show then we've got the uh the smackdown elimination chamber match uh, Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan. And the winner of that match will immediately face Roman Reigns for the Universal title. This one, kind of hard to pick because I do think we're going to have Roman and Edge at uh, at WrestleMania. So the, this, you know, this match is just, it's kind of filler. You know, it's just a, a placeholder for right now. But I would... I, I'd like to see Cesaro win it. So that's who I'm going to pick. I mean, Cesaro seems to be getting a pretty good push the last couple of weeks. I'm going to say Cesaro wins the Elimination Chamber, but then obviously loses to Roman Reigns unless WWE is going to pull a major swerve uh, on everybody. But uh, that that's how I, I see this one going down. Uh, we've got a triple threat match for the WWE U.S. Championship. Bobby Lashley versus Keith Lee versus Matt Riddle. I would like to see Keith Lee win this one, but I'm pretty sure Bobby Lashley is going to retain. Uh, and then on the Raw side for the WWE Championship in the Elimination Chamber, Drew McIntyre is defending against AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Sheamus, and Kofi Kingston. Uh, and I said before, I, you know, I view this match is more just to build up the rivalry between uh, between McIntyre and Sheamus. I think that's the match that we're going to see at WrestleMania. Uh, so I don't think McIntyre is going to lose the title in this one. I'm pretty sure he is going to retain. Unless WWE wants to go the route of Sheamus winning the championship and then McIntyre getting it back at Mania, which is kind of predictable. It's been done, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I think Drew McIntyre is just going to retain in this, and then we're going to see, you know, more... Uh, more of a build towards WrestleMania with McIntyre and Sheamus. So those those are my picks. I got McIntyre retaining, Bobby Lashley retaining, uh, Cesaro winning the SmackDown Elimination Chamber, and then losing to Roman Reigns for the Universal title, and Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. I think they're going to retain the championship most likely against Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. I just I don't see it. it could be a DQ, could be no contest, could be a countout, could there were. You know, I don't see them getting, I don't see Nia and Shayna getting a clean victory, but I also don't see them losing the championships. Uh, you know, I, there's no reason to put the tag team titles on Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair and then have them facing each other at WrestleMania. That I, I just, I, I don't see the logic behind that. So, you know, however it goes, I, I'm going to say that uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are going to retain the tag team titles. 
a little bit of miscellaneous news. WWE has apparently been on a signing spree the last uh, few weeks. Uh, according, according to Dave Meltzer, so take it with a grain of salt, they have signed over two dozen new talents just in the last couple weeks. I mean, I already talked about Eli Drake. Uh, Taya Valkyrie supposedly has signed with WWE, which I don't think is a big surprise to anybody, being that she's uh, married to John Morrison. Uh, another signee, though, that was talked about by Triple H uh, during a, I believe it was during a media call, uh, Bronson Recksteiner. Now, if uh, the name sounds kind of familiar, Recksteiner is the real last name of Rick and Scott Steiner. So this is Rick Steiner's son. Uh, you know, he was drafted into the NFL. He, he's a young kid. He's 23 years old. And, uh, yeah, apparently he has signed with WWE. Look him up online. The kid looks like a beast. Uh, so, yeah, I can't, you know, it's, uh, it's another another Steiner in pro wrestling. So I can't wait to see uh, what he's going to be doing. And uh, so uh, an interesting fact here, Bad Bunny is right now the top merchandise seller for WWE. And, you know, I talked about it a little while ago. WWE is always going to bring in celebrities. They always have. They always will. It gets new eyes on the product. It gets mainstream attention to the product. So celebrities are always going to be part of WWE, whether you like it or not. Uh, but, yeah, Bad Bunny is the top merchandise seller for WWE right now. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Take, take that for what you will. And uh, also an interesting note, another celebrity looking to get into the ring in WWE, Bow Wow apparently is training with Rikishi. He's been posting a lot on social media that he wants to be a part of WWE. And, you know, he's been having some uh, exchanges on Twitter with some WWE superstars. And he put out on his Twitter he's going to be training to uh, training to get in the ring with Rikishi. So, you know, uh, Rikishi... Uh, by all accounts, you know, great, great wrestling trainer has, uh, you know, I believe his school is in uh, San Francisco or somewhere in California. But uh, yeah, so Bow Wow is training with Rikishi to uh, to to get into WWE. So that's going to do it for the uh, news and rumors and results for this week. So right now I'm going to throw it over to Charlie G and he's here with your Indie Cut. Thank you, Tom, and hey, the wrestling friends. I am Charlie G, the snow-shoveling saint, with your long indie cut. As I last left you with the GCW 24-hour recap, I will try to highlight the last three weeks before that, since I missed last week after snow-shoveling and all that other good stuff, which I did some today, but I will still try and do the cut for you. Uh, before I begin, I just want to wish all the best to friends in Texas and the state's affected so badly with all these winter storms. Hope all is well very soon. Okay, so let's begin with uh, Friday, January 29th, uh, in Chile National Wrestling Championship 2.6, a dish served cold on YouTube, uh, where they had the Metropolitan, ti Metropolitan title match, S2S, defeated champion Guanchulo to become new champion. And then, of course, on New Japan Strong, episode 25, Fred Rosser, Leo Rush, and TJP defeated Al Phantasmo, Hikaleo, and Kenta. Uh, if you're a fan of AEW, you know after the match, John Moxley came out and put a hurt on the Bullet Club and stood over Kenta, leading to the AEW uh, cross-promotion and their match coming up 
uh, next Friday, January, uh, February 26th, for the U.S. Uh, title, New Japan title. All right, so we go to Saturday, January 30th. OWE is back in business, uh, where they held a uh, pay-per-view from Nagoya, Japan. So they move cities once again. So hopefully a OWE, with the help of the Stronghearts, can uh, stay in action. Uh, then to New Japan Pro Wrestling, the new beginning in Nagoya. There was a no-DQ match between Will Ospreay defeating Satoshi Kojima in a very good match. And for the never openweight title, Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated champion Shingo Takagi in a very good match between these two. So Hiroshi is a never openweight champion. Then there was Tokyoshi Pro, a pay-per-view show, number two, starting point. Uh, where they went back to the basics and wrestled on floor mats. So a pretty interesting show. Pretty good. I'm not used to that, but it, I enjoyed it from what I remember of it. Uh, on to Stardom, Nippon Budokan Great E Festival uh, for the Goddesses of Stardom uh, Championship. Champions B. Priestley and Konami defeated Himeka and Natsupoi. More on that later. For the SWA Undisputed Women's Title, Champion Siri defeated Momo Watanabe. Uh, on to Victory Championship Wrestling from Galveston, Alabama, where they had two shows. Uh, second of which was for the heavyweight title, Ben Buchanan defeated Champion Big Smooth in 26 seconds. So he is new champion. Uh, on to Body Progression Wrestling on Super Bowl 2021 from Bristol, Oklahoma. Uh, for Oklahoma Tag Titles, Reese and Rob Cabela defeated champions Samiti and Shadow Gemini to become the champions. Uh, in their Lionheart title three-way match, Tommy Dean defeated Alex Royal and Sam Stackhouse to become the champion. And in an Oklahoma title steel cage match, uh, Brandon Groom defeated champion Derek James to become the champion. On to Sunday, January 31st, Tokyoshi Pro 2021, uh, Winter Lovers on YouTube. Uh, yes, they put on a YouTube channel to thank their fans uh, for their years of service. Uh, but uh, it was a corner camera angle show, so it was a little rough to watch. Uh, still decent nonetheless, so check that out. Uh, on to Pro Wrestling Diana, where they had a tag title match where Ayami Sasamura and Rina Singaki defeated champions Haraku Yumasaki and Miko Takashi to become new champions. Uh, Basra 146, 5th anniversary, in uh, an Iron Fist tag title match, Daiki. Sinomura and Yusami Kodeka defeated champions Banana, Banana Senga and Tatsumu Usugi to become the champions. Uh, active Advanced Pro Wrestling Grand Slam in 2AW Square for their tag titles. Uh, Kengo Masumi Mo and Tatsuya Hanami defeated champions Sengahiro Iri and the Andrew King Takuma, becoming the champions. Back here in the States, 
for All-Star Pro Wrestling from Bethany, Connecticut. Uh, in their ASP all-time title match, Skyler Slice defeated champion Tyson James, who then later went on to lose to Skyler Slice once in a rematch to have Skyler Slice become champion once again. Uh, to Monday, February 1st, the New Japan Pro Wrestling Road to New Beginning Day 9 took place. Uh, Tuesday, February 2nd, Day 10 took place. Wednesday, February 3rd, uh, Day 11 took place. So I'm going through these kind of fast. Uh, Just Tap Out Pro Wrestling uh, had a show for their independent world junior heavyweight title. Uh, Rada defeated champion Shota to, be, to become the champion. Uh, Thursday, February 4th, uh, Giant Baba Death 23rd Anniversary Memorial from Corrigan Hall Show. Uh, there was an eight-man tag match of Atsushi Onida, Great Kojaka, sorry about that, uh, Masanabo Fuchi, and Sahiro Kasunaka to defeat Tiger Mask 2, uh, Arashi Taiko Omori and Suyashi Yoyasho Kukuchi. Fushi uh, defeated Atsuki Ayoga. Uh, Yuji Nagata teamed with Yuma Ayagi to defeat Hikaru Sato and Minero Suzuki. Uh, very cool to see that. And a six man tag Kenji Muto, Satoshi Kojima, and Suwama defeated Hiroshi. Tenzan, Kaz Hayashi, and Matsuya Kono. So big stars for that uh, anniversary show. Uh, back here in the States, and New Texas Pro Wrestling Pro Evolve from Houston. For their Lone Star title, uh, Johnny Bedlam defeated champion Max Heights to become the champion. Uh, IWA Mid-South Opportunity Knox from Jefferson, Indiana. For their Mid-South to win this title, Haley J defeated uh, champion Thunder Kitty, Amazing Maria, and Malia Osaka to become the champion. Uh, I'm going to skip Friday, February 5th. On to Saturday, February 6th. Pro Wrestling Power, Love and War 2021 from Queensland, Australia. And their tag title match, Dan the N and Mad Mick defeated Midnight and Steve Andrews to become the champions. Uh, uh, to Melbourne City Wrestling Homecoming from Victoria, Australia. So a bunch of Australia matches. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Okay, oh, and the next show was in Thornbury, Victoria, Australia, where they had uh, for the MCW World Heavyweight title, three stages of hell match. Champion Adam Brooks defeated Slex. Uh, so if you're wondering where he is in ROH, he's still in Australia. Uh, Slex won the traditional rules match. Uh, then Brooks won the false count anywhere. And ladder match to retain his title. Uh, to Future Wrestling Australia, Okode and Hell. You're no kidding. In a three-way match, Robbie Eagles defeated Sam Osborne and Unsocial Jordan. So Robbie Eagles is also in Australia. Uh, for the FWA women's title, Xena defeated champion Tarly to become the champion. Uh, and then in a 
best two out of three falls tag team match. Uh, Donnie Mako and Rice Angel defeated champions Jude London and Paris De Silva to become new champions. Uh, Staying in Australia for All-Star All Wrestling Australia, A Storm is Coming. For their tag titles, Gorian Oreo Nikolov and Lucius Wolf defeated champions Dan Archer and Vinnie Bronson to become the champions. And for their interim heavyweight title, which is vacant, Keegan Brettel defeated Grant Lindstrom to become champion. Uh, to Insane Champs of Wrestling, Fight Club 158 on the WWE Network. They held their Lionheart fin League final match where Shaw Samuels defeated Stevie Boy. Uh, to Stardom, New, New Year's Stars 2021, Day 7. A great show. Uh, Starlight Kid defeated Ruaka. Saeeda defeated Lady C. Mayu Iwatani defeated Goki Gen Death and Tam Nakano. Azumi and Yutami Haishita took on Momo Watanabe and Saya Kamatani to a 15-minute draw. Uh, in the first uh, match of the Yunagi Sayaka 7-match trial, uh, Julia, Stiff Julia, <laughs> defeated Yunagi in about 14 minutes. And then in an el elimination 8-woman tag, B. Priestley, Konami, Natsuko Tora, and Saki Kishima defeated Himeka, Micah, Natsupoi, and Siri, with Saki Kusima eliminating Natsupoi for the victory. Uh, then on to USA Championship Wrestling, Blue Suede Bash. Uh, as Tom told you last week, uh, since I offered one in the match, uh, yes, Jerry Lawler, 71 years old, defeated Leatherface, who was Doug Gilbert. Also on that show, for the USACW Tag Titles in a four-way match, Matt Starr and Nathan Starr defeated champions Cam the Prince and Jade Jake Tucker, uh, the team of Razzle Dazzle, and Bradley Diggs and Lamonte Potts to become new champions. On to Total Psychopathic Wrestling from Maryville, Tennessee, and no Fs given, and a death match uh, for their title, uh, Raven Havoc defeated Nefarious Creedmoor to become the champion. To Southwest Wrestling Entertainment, Sweethearts Brawl from Irving, Texas. A lot of big names in this one. So we got Amber Nova defeated uh, Miranda Elise for the SWE television title. Champion Rodney Mack defeated Heartthrob Jaden. Just Incredible. Defeated Edge Stone. Yep, just incredible from ECW. Uh, the Blood Hunter with Selena De La Renta, of all people. Defeated Frank Stone. A lot of stones in this uh, promotion. Uh, Crimson and Jax Dane. Defeated James Jeffries and Tyson Maddox. Charlie, Charlie Haas. Defeated Bam Bam Malone. And a few matches later, Charlie Haas went for the SWE heavyweight title defeating champion Tim Storm to become new champion. So yes, Charlie Haas is a champion. Uh, then Justin Credible took on the Blood Hunter with Selena De La Renta and went to a w double DQ. Uh, Renee Michelle defeated Micah Madrid uh, for the SWE television title. Champion Ronnie Mack defeated Chris Allen. 
for the SWE Women's title, champion Christy James. All right, defeated Sue Young. Uh, nice to see Christy back in action. In a Falls Count Anywhere match, Moonshine Mantel defeated Max Castellanos. Uh, on to Sean Henderson presents Weekend at Sean's Day 2. Uh, G. Raver defeated Sean Henderson. And Two Cold Scorpio defeated Lucky 13. Uh, down to Mission Pro Wrestling. Wishes Granted from Buda, Texas. Rashad Chanel defeated Kenzie Page. Masa Slamovich defeated Black Widow. Rochelle Rose defeated Promise Braxton. Red Velvet defeated Sky Blue. Jenna Lynn defeated Danny B. Howard Dead defeated Genocide. For the MPW title, champion La Rosa Negra defeated Maddie Rankowski. And in the main event, it was Allison K versus Thunder Rosa in a steel cage match. That went to a 30-minute draw. I guess anything goes in cage matches nowadays. To Legacy Pro Wrestling, 506, the next generation from Franklin, Wisconsin. For their next generation title, uh, Jason Masters defeated champion Devin August to become the champion. Sunday, February 7th, Stardom, New Year's Stars, Day 8. In the main event, it was Tam Nakano and Yunagi Sayaka defeated, defeating Julia and Natsupoi. A great show and a very hard-hitting match. Uh, Pure J fight together at 2021 for their Princess of Pro Wrestling title, which is vacant. Akira defeated Momo Tani to, be, to become champion. Uh, interesting match at Oz Academy Maximum Blizzard. Where Aja Kong teamed with Kira Yoniyama uh, to defeat Utsuki Oki and Tsubasa Kiragaki. Uh, Ice Shimon, New Ice Shimon 1095 Winter Story for the Ice Infinity title. Tsukasa Fujimoto defeated champion Suzy Suzuki to become the champion. In uh, a DDT. DDT Yuki Mora Natural Hot Spring Pro Wrestling Show on YouTube. So check this out if you wish. They had a DDT Extreme Title 45-minute Iron Man 3-way match. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, Shuma Katsumata is new champion, defeating Sanshiro champion Sanshiro Takagi and Batan by blah blah. Uh, he won 25 falls to 24 falls to 6 falls. Uh, very interesting match. Uh, check that out if you wish. Uh, then DDT and Chris Brooks put on another produce show. Uh, Chris Brooks and Mio Yamshita defeated Suma Katsumata and Yuki Yuiano. Uh, Hyper Masao took on Mecha Mummy in a no contest. Uh, interesting match to say the least. And Koseki Tachita defeated by an Aki. Uh, then Ralph Pro was back in action for Epic Encounters 8. Check that out on Twitch or YouTube. For the Ralph Pro Undisputed British Women's Title, Jamie Hayter defeated champion Giselle Shaw to become new champion. So nice to see Jamie back in action. Uh, back here in the States, Violence and Suffering in Too Deep 
from Westfield, New Jersey. Jordan Oliver defeated Daniel Garcia. Treehouse Lee defeated Sebastian Gage. In a hardcore match, Jimmy Lloyd defeated Ken Broadway. And Tony Deppin defeated two Cold Scorpio. Uh, Monday, February 8th, New Japan Road to, new, to the New Beginning. Day 12 took place. Tuesday, February 9th, uh, IWA Unlimited from Nobel, Illinois took place. In a gauntlet match, Kyle Pfeiffer defeated Chris O'Brien, Devontae Knox, Joy, Joey O'Reilly, and the Dragon. Uh, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, the Big Start Spring Invitational from Jeffersonville, Indiana. Aaron Williams defeated Billy Starks. And in the Invitational Tournament final match, Braden Lee defeated Trey Lamar. Uh, Ohio Valley Wrestling, 12-22. For the women's title match, Haley J defeated champion Maserati to become the champion. Wednesday, February 10th, Tokyo Pro. Went to Labrosas took place as well. Uh, nothing real of big importance there. Oh, seedling Shinkaba Night, uh, where they had a mixture of stardom and seedling talent. So Asuka teamed with Koho Kabayashi and Ryo Nami to defeat Ayami Sasamura, Usiki Oki, and Rina Yamashita, and Arisha Nakajima with Nani. Takahashi defeated Momo Watanabe and Saya Ida. Uh, New Japan, the, the New Beginning in Hiroshima, Day 1 took place. Uh, for the IWGP Tag Titles, Girls of Destiny were champions, defeated Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. by DQ. And IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title match, great match, uh, match of the year almost for me. Hiromo Ta Takahashi, who is champion, defeated Sho. Uh, so check that out if you can. Great match. Uh, DDT, Ganbari Pro over the top. Uh, Asuka defeated Yuna Minazi. And for the GWC six-man tag titles, Hirokazi, Kosuke Ishii, and Koki Owas Owasaki. Defeated champion Kosasaki Shunsuki, Mohiko Hiromasawa, and Washi Sakura to become new champions. On to Paradigm Pro Wrestling, No Hook number one from Jeffersonville, Indiana. For the Party Hard Wrestling Party Monster title, <coughs> Billy Starks defeated champion Jody the Wrestler to become new champion. Thursday, February 11th, YMC, a little early Valentine's Day on YouTube, where Kairi Kuro Yonayama defeated Cherry. Tokyo Yoshi Pro Positive Chain show took place, uh, where the International Princess title was on the line with Yuki Kabafuki defeating Mary Minyumi. Uh, the Princess the Princess Tag Title Match, Champions Nodoka Tenma and Yuki Eno defeated Hyper Masao and Sin Ocho Shoko. And for the Princess of Princess title, champion Rika Tatsumi defeated Miyu Watanabe. Uh, very good show, I must say. 
uh, start on we are start on broadcast start commemoration uh, from KBS Hall of all places so they had a nice place to this is a uh, it's like a church so check this out if you can uh, nice backdrop to this show uh, in the main event it was Momo Watanabe, Saya Kamatani and Itami Hashita defeat Mayu Iwatani, Sayida, and Starlight Kid. Great show. Backdrop is amazing. Uh, New, New Japan, the beginning in Hiroshima. Day 2 took place. Uh, we're never open weight six-man tag. Titles on the line were champions Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, and Yoshihashi. Defeated Jay White, Tamatanga, and Tangaloa. And for the IWGP heavyweight and Intercontinental title, champion Kota Ibushi defeated Serenata. Very good match. Uh, Don Bori Pro Wrestling, uh, 2021, for the WDWW title, Nakaya Sasaki defeated champion Osamu Suganama to become the champion. Ohio Wrestling Alliance, Good Trouble from Hilliard, Ohio, uh, on uh, independentwrestling.tv for the Pan-African World Dysphoria Wrestling title. Champion Tris Adora defeated Don't Die Miles. Trey Lamar defeated Eli Isom. O'Shea Edwards defeated Lee Moriarty. And Jonathan Gresham defeated Myron Reed. That had to be a really good match there. Uh, February Friday, February 12th, PWA Black Label, back in Black Label, New South Royals, Australia. Uh, Robbie Eagles defeated Jessica Troy, so Robbie Eagles still wrestling. Uh, Bell Pierce and Unsocial Jordan defeated Big Fudge and Sasha McKenzie, so Sasha's back in action, that's good to see. Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis defeated Maddie Wahlberg and Ricky South. And for the PWA Premiership Final Match, Liberd Lucci defeated McMurretti. Uh, Noah Destination 2021, back to Budokan. Uh, as you heard last week, Kenji Muda defeated Go Siyazaki. That was a really good match. And they also had for the GHC Junior Heavyweight title, Siki Yosaka defeated Daisuke Harada, who was champion. So, Psyche is new champion there. So, no one could hold about Hinoa for right now. Uh, no. New Japan Strong 27 took place, where Chris Dickinson and Danny Limelight defeated Ren Narita and TJP. So, nice to see Ren back in action. Uh, action No Easy Way Out from Tyrone, Georgia. Suge D defeated Commander Man Dan. And Anthony Henry, in his final match, defeated Nolan Edward. Uh, later in the day, they had another show where Freddie Ahaya defeated Kevin Koo. And for the action title, no DQ match. Eric Royal defeated champion AC Mack with a little help from his friends to become new champion. Uh, Saturday, February 13th. Stardom Gold Budokan Valentine Special Day 1. This was an awesome show. Uh, where they had the SWA Undisputed Women's title, 
uh, with Champion Siri, defeated Izumi. Really good match there. And for the one in our stardom title, Champion Julia, or I should say, heel Julia, defeated Starlight Kid. And at the end of the match, ripped off Starlight Kid's mask, which is a big no-no and a big heel move for Julia. Uh, but I actually kind of liked it myself. Uh, on to Gotta Move Chaka Pro 89 with a little preview of the AEW Japan Tournament. It's on YouTube, so check that out. Where Ryo Ryu Musunami defeated Yuha Mizumori in a tag match with special referee Hikaru Shida. Uh, Bayan Aki and Mei Suruga defeated Asuka and Emi Sekura by Shida's decision. So check that out if you wish. I haven't yet. <laughs> A little backlogged, as you might think. Uh, on to Warrior Wrestling, Ranagari Showdown from New Zealand, of all places. Don't like them using Warrior Wrestling, but they might have, you know, it's a little different, I'm guessing. Uh, in an eight-man elimination tournament, the final match was Nuwa defeat Slade Mercer. Uh, Wisconsin Pro Wrestling Rise Tournament. Uh, the final match was Jared Jacks to defeat Quinn Wittick. Great Lakes Wrestling Association Breakthrough uh, from Kelowna, Michigan. <laughs> In an Ultimate Survivor match, the Celtic Nightmare won that. Oh, excuse me. Uh, for the Bruce City Wrestling Aftermath 2021. In Waukesha, Wisconsin. For the Heritage title for the forward match, Chucky Bates defeated champion Aesop Mitchell, Jake Andrews, and Joey Avalon to become the champion. In a tag title match, Sean Priest and Taylor Tyler Sullivan defeated champion uh, the Cypher and Nacho Clown. Uh, sad to see that happen. Uh, All Pro Championship Wrestling from Douglasville, Georgia. Tag title match, Bryce Cannon and Zach Mosley defeated champions Jordan Kingsley and Makita to become the champions. Uh, then uh, GCW Josh Barnett's Blood Sport, Blood Sport number four took place. Uh, it was all right. Um, Calder McCall defeated Royce Isaacs. Super Beast defeated Bad Dude Tito. J.R. Krotos defeated Alex Coglin by TKO. Cal Jack defeated Nolan Edward by TKO. Tom Lawler defeated Simon Grimm by TKO. Uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr. defeated Calvin Tankman. And Jeff Cobb defeated Chris Dickinson by a German suplex. Ah, yeah, and a in a TKO. Uh, Bloodsport number five was earlier tonight. I will talk about the main event a little later, but I'm not going to do too much more. But yeah. German suplex. So yeah, Jeff, and they say this is live. Jeff Cobb had then had to fly eight hours quickly to get to New Japan, road to Castle Tech, day one. I don't think so. It's not live. If you think it's live, I have a bridge to sell you. Alright, then we go to Stardom, go to Budokan Valentine Special, day two. Where they had the uh, Goddess of the Stardom title match. As I said before, stay tuned. So Himeka and Micah defeated Champions B. Priestley and Konami to become the champions. So congrats to them in a great show and match, nonetheless. 
uh, as I said, New Japan Pro Road to Castle Attack Day 1 took place with Jeff Cobb there. Uh, Gotta Move Chaka Pro 90 took place on YouTube, so check that out. A couple more uh, Mace Ruga match. Uh, uh, DDT Kawasaki Strong 2021 for the KO'd 8-man tag. No DQ match, which was vacant. Antonio Honda, Kazuki Hirata, Shinya Oki, and Super Sasadango Machine defeated Nansiko Dino, Mikado Oshi, Sanshiro Takagi, and Toru Owashi to become champions. Chris Brooks, Maki Ito, and Super Delphin defeated Kaigo Nakamura, Mao, and Miyu Miyami, Miyumi. And for the KO'd open white title, 52-year-old Jun Yakiyama defeated champion Tatsuya Endo to become new champion. So if you're over 50, 50 you can become a champion as long as you're not Goldberg. <coughs> yeah, excuse me. Um, PWI, yep, Pro Wrestling Illustrated and Beyond put on an Iron Man match where Trish Adora defeated Tony Deppin. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Stay tuned for the last couple of seconds. You don't want to miss it. Uh, on to All-Star Pro Wrestling from Bethany, Oklahoma. Uh, for the all-time title, Mayu Mike defeated champion Tyson James. And then Drake Gallers defeated Mayu Mike to become the champion. Uh, AEW fame, Fuego Del Sol. Team with Mike Bennett, of all people, to defeat Derek James and Gideon Vane. So I wonder if Mike Bennett will be going to AEW for a show or two. That would be nice. Hey, the door's open, right? Uh, Camp Leapfrog held Camp Love Frog on independent wrestling TV. Uh, in a blind date blindfold match, Love Doug defeated Basic Becca. And in a Super Libre match, Still Life for Apricots and Pears. Defeated Effie. Okay, Monday, New Japan, Castle Attack Day 2. Tuesday, February 16th, New Japan, Castle Attack Day 3. Uh, there was a Freedom Show uh, with a King of Freedom tag title uh, change where Monero Fujita and Rina Yamshita defeated champions. Mammoth, Sasaki, and Violento Jack. Uh, Wednesday, New Japan, New Japan, day four. Thursday, February 18th. All Japan Pro Wrestling Excite Series, day one. Yotsi Tatsu defeated Ruku Honda. Uh, Chaotic Wrestling on Twitch TV. Check them out. With Basic Becca defeated Big Juicy. And a chain on a pole match with Kristen Casanova defeating Tripolicious. Friday, February 19th, <clears throat> New Japan Day 5 took place. And then very early earlier today, Saturday, February 20th, New Japan Road to Castle Attack Day 6. Ice Ribbon, New Ice Ribbon 1100, Reborn. In a Fantastic Ice title, champion Risa Sarah defeated Usaki Oki. Uh, 
Ice Infinity title match, champion Takasa Fujimoto defeated Rina Yamashita in a GPS promotion Hero 27 in a tag title match Hiroshi Yamato and Riki Fuji defeated champions Tomimuro and Wild Bear to become the champions uh, uh, Pro Wrestling Diana uh, had a tag title match where Yami Sasamoro and Rina Sengaki defeated champions Hiraka Musaki and Minyuko Takazi to become the champions. There was a DDT. This will be our ninth Nemurasu event show. Uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling Excite Series Day 2. For the World Junior Heavyweight title, Shima defeated champion Koji Iwamoto to become the champion. <coughs> so all these old names getting uh, titles. And then Tokyo Pro held a a Princess Max Heart Tournament for some matches. And then minutes ago, <laughs> they held night number two. So I have no results for those. Uh, Progress Progress Wrestling from the UK is back in action with their natural progression series uh, 104. Check that out on the WWE Network. And then next week is episode 105. Uh, old and new names return, so check that out if you wish. Uh, and Bloodsport number five main event was John Moxley defeating Davy Boy Smith Jr. Uh, I missed how it ended, but John Moxley was very bloody at the end of the match and wanted to keep going. Only Moxley would want to do that stuff, right? <clears throat> uh, that's it for me. Sorry it was so long. Until next time, I will be here with more shows from around the wrestling world. Don't forget to look up those Twitch streams and YouTube channels. There's a lot out there, people, for the wrestling content. Thank you for watching or listening. Hope you enjoyed the cut. Keep safe. Stay warm. Take care and be kind, everyone. Back to you, Tim. All right. Thank you, Charlie. So let's keep it rolling right along into our next segment where I get to play kind of armchair promoter here, starting a brand new uh, multi-week segment here <laughs> where i'm just kind of you know going going crazy on the whole fantasy thing and i am of course talking about the fantasy booker so i told you guys last week starting this week on the fantasy booker i am going to be Starting up my own fantasy wrestling promotion. Uh, it's just called CHS Wrestling, Catch, Hook, and Shoot Wrestling. And uh, so this week I'm going to be uh, drafting my my roster here. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm kind of imposing some kind of strict rules on this one. Um, my roster will be limited to ten men, ten women, ten tag teams. There will be three championships. Uh, in this promotion, there will be a men's world championship, a women's world championship, and what I'm calling a no limit tag team world championship. What I mean by no limit is there's no restrictions on it as far as the teams. It can be two men, it can be two women, it can be a man and a woman, you know, whatever. It's not going to be, there's not going to be any limitations on it. So hence, no limit world tag team championship. So let's get to uh, who I've got for my roster with catch hook and shoot wrestling on the men's side uh 
I don't think this is a surprise to anybody. Jonathan Gresham, the the guy who I will claim all day, every day, is the best wrestler in the world. Uh, I've also got Pete Dunne, Darby Allen, Tommy End, also known as Aleister Black in WWE, Hangman Page, Killer Cross with Scarlet. Scarlet is also the only manager uh, that's going to be a, a part of uh, a part of uh, CHS Wrestling. MJF got got to have the best heel in wrestling, and that's MJF right now. Trey Miguel, Jungle Boy, and Brian Pillman Jr. So that is my men's roster. That is, that is my my ten men on my roster: Jonathan Gresham, Pete Dunne, Darby Allen, Tommy End, Hangman Page, Killer Cross, MJF, Trey Miguel, Jungle Boy, and Brian Pillman Jr. On the women's side, uh, starting off with uh, the one who I think, uh, as far as women go, is is one of the best in the world, and that's Bianca Belair. Um, also taking Shotzi Blackheart, Abaddon, Rosemary. Yeah, I, I like the, the dark kind of demonic gimmicks, guys. Sorry. Um, Jordan Grace. I think everybody knows she's my favorite women's wrestler on the planet. Uh, Tessa Blanchard, another one. She's right up there. Possibly the best you know, just overall wrestler, professional wrestler in the world, Tessa Blanchard. Uh, Anna Jay, Ember Moon, Chris Statlander, and Sue Young is my women's division. My <clears throat> my tag team division will consist of Top Flight, Ivelisse and Diamante, Private Party, Elena Black and Priscilla Kelly, MSK, Fire and Flava, which is uh, Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles, uh, Havoc and Nevaeh, The North, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander, uh, Jimmy and Jay, The Usos, and this last one kind of cheated a little bit because I wanted, I just wanted these two in in my um, my promotion here, so I made them a tag team: Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss. So. Yeah, that is that is my roster for CHS Wrestling. Next week, I'm going to get into how I'm going to crown my first champions. I'm, I'm, you know, playing around with some ideas. I'm kind of borrowing from uh, some some other promotions uh, for some stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I'll get into all that next week about how I'm going to be crowning the first champions in each division. Should be uh, should be fun. So uh, yeah, I mean, let me know what you guys think. Drop me a comment. Shoot me an email. Let me know what you think of the rosters. Uh, you know, hell, if you want to play along at home, you know, make your own roster. Tell me who you'd pick for your your ten uh, men, women, or tag teams, or or whatever. So uh, yeah, that that pretty much does it for the fantasy booker this week. So let's get into the final segment of the show where I've been counting down my top ten WrestleMania matches of all time, and that is in the weekly hot take. Right, so the hot take this week, we are continuing with my countdown of my top 10 WrestleMania matches of all time, which will lead right into WrestleMania weekend. This week, we're up to number eight, and my number eight WrestleMania match of all time is uh, from 2019, WrestleMania 35, the main event, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. Um, Yeah, this one... This match was just important for so many different reasons. It was, you know, the the first time women had ever main evented a WrestleMania, which was a huge deal. And, uh, you know, it would, I mean, people got so down on Ronda Rousey for, uh, 
you know, being pushed as hard as she was. But I mean, I, you know, when when it comes down to it, she was a huge name, and she loved pro wrestling, and she wanted to do it, and she stepped away from a very lucrative MMA career to join the WWE, and she had, you know, one of the best first years in WWE of any that anybody's ever had i mean probably the two best rookie years in wwe history is ronda rousey and kurt angle you know so and i'm sorry i don't care what anybody says ronda rousey ended up becoming a damn good professional wrestler and once she embraced being a heel even her mic skills vastly improved i mean her in-ring skills were always there she you know uh but uh you know the the one area she was lacking was was promos, admittedly. Uh, but when she embraced being a heel, uh, you know she got a hundred times better. And uh, you know this match, Charlotte and Becky, at the time the the top two women in WWE. And uh, you know this was a unification match for the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships, and uh, or not a unification, but a winner take all match. And uh, you know, of course, Becky Lynch ended up uh, ended up coming out the winner in this one. And to me, it was a good match. The finish was a little uh, not botched. I mean, uh, you know, the ref made a mistake uh, on the finish, but the you know the winner was still the same either way. So, uh, but yeah, just a very important match. I enjoyed the match. I was a you know a fan of Ronda Rousey as a uh, as a wrestler. And I'm still a fan of uh, Becky Lynch and and Charlotte Flair. They're, you know, two of the best in WWE still, even though Becky Lynch has been out, you know, since, uh, uh, you know, she's been out being a mom. But, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, that that is my number eight WrestleMania match of all time. The main event of WrestleMania 35 from 2019, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch in a winner-take-all match for the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships. So, uh, yeah, like it, don't like it, don't care. It's it's hot take. It's my opinion, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, that that's uh, it is what it is. That's my number eight WrestleMania match of all time. So uh, that's pretty much gonna wrap things up for this week. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you guys probably noticed the ones who cared to uh, to check it out. I said I was going to do a, a Twitch stream on Wednesday during AEW Dynamite. Obviously, that didn't happen. Uh, yeah, I'm not thinking doing. Uh, trying to do a live stream during the week is going to work just because, you know, with my day job, by the time I get home, just too much going on, you know, so try, trying to do it during the week, I don't think it is going to work. I am working on a new idea for uh, for using my Twitch stream, though, and it'll be either be on a weekly or bi-weekly basis, either every week, every other week, but uh, doing a watch party. I mean, you know, if you if you have your Twitch connected to Amazon, you can do watch parties of, of anything that's on Amazon Prime. And they have a lot of wrestling stuff on Amazon Prime, whether it's movies, documentaries, uh, just old matches, that kind of stuff. So um, I'm thinking about doing that. I'm going to do like a test stream uh, or, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it out and see how it works uh but uh that'll be starting on saturday march the 6th so that uh yeah that'll be kind of like my test stream there i'm gonna look through find something you know not a real long video just a short one just to test it out uh probably at like 7 p.m central time is what i'm thinking uh so and like i said it'll just be it'll be a watch party um 
you know, so uh, hop on, check it out. It's twitch.tv slash catchhookshoot. And, you know, I'm just going to keep experimenting. I, like I said, I want to get more use out of my Twitch stream. I want to get more use out of my Snapchat, stuff that's been, that I've been neglecting that I need to make use of. You know, I, I'm doing... Um, you know, I'm doing my best to, uh, like I said, this year, I want to build the show up more. I want to make use of avenues that I haven't used before. And, uh, you know, I want I want to grow. That's what I want to do. So that's why I've got the uh, the new website, catchhookshoot.com. Again, make sure, please head over there, check it out. Check out the, uh, you know, all the stuff I got there. You can listen to all the podcasts, watch all the YouTube videos. Got one page that's just all of the interviews that I've ever done for the show, uh, both short-form and long-form interviews. Um yeah, the, uh, the brand new store with tons of brand new merchandise, t-shirts, hats, go check it out. I've got some really, really cool stuff. I mean, if you, if you pay attention to the, the TV screen that's behind me here, you know, you see the, uh, the picture scrolling along that obviously if you're watching on YouTube, if you're just listening to the audio podcast, you have no clue what I'm talking about, but, uh, my TV behind me, I've got a, a slideshow going by and, and you see, uh, you know, if you pay attention to it, you've seen some of the, the new designs that I've come up with over the last few weeks. So, uh, you know, head over there, check them out. T-shirts, 20 bucks. Hats are 35. Hey, you know what? That, it, that's, uh, that, that's the best I can do on prices until I start, you know, selling a lot then, you know, so you want the prices to go down, buy stuff. But, uh, yeah, like I said, in all seriousness though, head over there, check it out, pick up a shirt, pick up a hat, um, I'm working on possibly adding some other different stuff that, you know, other than just t-shirts and hats, but that's going to take a little bit of time, but, uh, yeah, there's a ton of new brand new stuff on there. I've got like, uh, holiday themed shirts. I've got shirts that to go along with the, uh, the big four pay-per-views, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam and, and Survivor Series. I've got, uh, yeah, just all kinds of stuff. Go check it out. It's catchhookshoot.com. Uh, you know, check out the whole site. A lot of cool stuff on there. Um, I I actually loved putting it together, and uh, you know, I'm I'm so happy that I've got just a regular web address now. Catchhookshoot.com. I, I you know, it's a lot easier to remember than that long ass thing I had before. So head over there, check that out. Make sure you're following on social media at Catchhookshoot on all the platforms. Uh, like I said, patreon.com slash catchhookshoot. The brand new tiers are going to be launching on March the 1st. Make sure you head over there and check those out with all the uh, the benefits that those are going to have. ProWrestlingTees.com slash catchhookshoot for exclusive t-shirts over there. And you can find all of that. Uh, you can find links to everything on Linktree slash catchhookshoot. And if you ever want to shoot me an email, again, it's catchhookshoot at gmail.com. So with that, I'm going to sign off. I hope everybody enjoys Elimination Chamber tonight. Enjoy all the great wrestling that's going to be coming up this week. Thank you to everybody for uh, who's been watching and listening and supporting the show. I can't tell you how much I appreciate all each and every one of you guys. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I don't know what else to say. So, uh, yeah, again, everybody, take care. Have a great week, and I will talk to you guys soon. Mm-hmm.